hang on to your seats, guys. We got a wild one. This was a fun one. Conspiracy theories galore. Flat Earth education. I love it. This is Dave from the Flat Earth podcast. Uh, this dude makes a living doing his podcast and basically being a flat earth evangelical evan- evangelist. I guess that's the right word. Fascinating dude. Seems to uh, has put in a lot of work and effort and diving into what education he can find on YouTube and books on the flat earth theory and what's beyond the ice wall and the ice wall. Like we get into all the stuff. If you've ever wanted to know about flat earth and how a flat earther thinks, this is a great episode for this guy knows his stuff. Uh, it's, it wasn't a debate you know, I wasn't here to debate the guy. I just had a few questions and I like to know how people think. And from talking to flat earthers before, a lot of them have a lot of similarities with a lot of thinking of, you know, in conspiracy theories, uh, one world government type stuff, but they're always so positive. And the reason why they want, in my estimation, gathering, talking to these people, uh, Dave included, why they want you to know that it is a flat earth it's to unlock your potential of being a human and being living the best life you can live because they just feel like if you have that real information, if you know that you've been lied to and that there is a creator and the only way that you know there would be a flat earth like this is because there's a creator that made all this, it's going to unlock all of your potential as a human and you're going to live that life. Stop being depressed and live your dreams and unlock that potential that you got inside of you. You got it in there. Everybody, you do have it in there. You just got to unlock it and get it out. Doesn't come easy for everybody. Just doesn't. This is the way I think these flat earthers feel like if you just know the truth, it's going to unlock that power. And it's a beautiful sentiment, you know. Um, I think that's way the way cults get formed, kind of similarly, but. Uh, for real, it's, it's they're just positive people, and this was a positive podcast. This was a great time, and I hope to talk to him again. I hope he'll come back on again. Uh, enjoy the episode, everybody. This is episode one twenty eight with Dave, the Flat Earth Podcast. He has an app on here that he talks about and pimps. It seems really cool. It's only like three bucks. So if you find it interesting and you want to get more information, check his app out, and his app's gonna like. Uh, curate all it curates all the information you need for you to start learning and getting the education of flat earth theory Um, whether you want to believe it or not it's just fun to entertain yourself and something to read and just get lost into one of those rabbit holes it's three bucks check it out Um, thanks for listening everybody Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe Uh, I really want to build this podcast up you know why not we're doing it I keep getting more and more listeners let's Keep telling friends and uh, just spreading the word. Um, that's it. Here we go. Episode one. Let's go. We're starting right now. Three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome. This is a so flat Earth Dave. Is that what you I'll go by? <laughs> I, I, I thought, uh, Dave, I, I thought flat Earth I, Dave. Uh, you know, 
flat earth moron whatever name you want to give me oh come on i'm sure you have i'm sure it is not easy being a flat earther it's getting easier i have to tell you though six years ago it was crazy now you know we're reaching out to shows like yours and others and instead of people like are you crazy people go yeah we'll have them on yeah we'll talk about it so it's becoming very common now so the tide has turned is it too late is the question what do you think kind of spurred spurred all of this uh curiosity into it because i have it is it is everywhere it is is recently you see it more and more uh i don't want to say mainstream but it, it it'll hit some mainstream news sites if you will just even if it's just kind of joking about flat earthers yeah. it's still out there it's still out there in the consciousness more than it probably ever has like what do you think kind of spurred that well, you know what? I, I think there was an awakening that happened. You know, there was an energy shift in this world where people's minds started opening up and, and started breaking the indoctrination system. And I think that happened in 2012. So, you know, that was the dawning of the new age, maybe. And, and now uh, I don't know if the elite are letting it out or if the Internet got away from them a little bit. But the, you know, the information got out there. I got YouTube dragged me in and now YouTube is trying to hide it from you, which is interesting. Right. So. Yeah. I don't like the big tech censorship. I'm a big free speech guy. That's one of my biggest things that, you know, so the fact that when, when you see one of those, you know, fact checkers or, you know, something's being censored, that just makes me more interested. All right. Like, what are they hiding? Because, you know, the whole fact checker thing is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Who's and who's fact checking the fact checkers? Yeah, you know? and have you looked at who the fact checkers are? They're, you know, they're the people hiding the lie. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so what kind of spurred it for you? Like, what turned you into a flat earther? You didn't were you born and raised like raised as a flat earth believer? <laughs> no, no, or? no, no, no. I actually did a conspiracy podcast, so I'm open minded to you know to deceptions of the world. And in the third year of the podcast, people started sending me flat earth stuff. Hey, Dave, have you looked into flat earth? And as any smart person would do, delete, you know, and then if they <laughs> do it again, delete and ban from social media, right? I'm, right? I wouldn't watch a one minute video. That's ridiculous, flat earth. That's the dumbest thing ever. That's the one thing that we know, okay? That the earth is a ball. But then I was forced to look by another researcher and she sent me uh, Mark Sargent's clues, which were coming out at the time, a short, a short ser- series of videos asking questions. And uh, I said, okay, I'm going to go into this and not like an open-minded researcher. You said before the show, you're open-minded. I was closed-minded. I said, I'm going to prove the globe and disprove flat earth and put an end to this nonsense because I'm tired of people wasting my time. Yeah. For two weeks, I tried to, I, I had all the proofs that I had of the globe and one by one, I had to throw them in the garbage because you know boats over the horizon you know sticks and shadows day and night seasons all of that stuff but when you look into it it's like seasons actually prove the flat earth so so the you know (laughs) when when you look into it it's 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 truly amazing it's truly amazing and i'm like well what about nasa you know going into space you know then i looked into nasa i'm like wow nasa is a hollywood studio and it was started by Nazis, right? Again, that's the story <laughs> that we're told that, okay. you know, Werner von Braun, a Nazi rocket scientist, was yeah. brought over here to run NASA. Well, I don't believe in the Cold War. I don't believe rockets ever went into space. I believe that all the space agencies are in it together 
you know, there, there, there was no, there's no war between Russia. These are, these ruling families have divided us. They, they took our, uh, what in the 1800s, I believe Tataria was the worldwide civilization where everybody was united. And whether it was a natural disaster or a man-made disaster, I don't know, something happened. And then when they rebuilt society, they divided everybody up by countries. In what by, year, 18th century or 1800s? 1800s. That, that, that's not very long that, ago. That's soon, right, right. And we, we'll get into that in a little bit, but they divided us. So, so getting back to Werner von Braun, well, if there wasn't really a rocket program, are we bringing a rocket scientist over or is he just another actor playing the part? You know, it, it's all the whole, the, here's the thing. The world is a stage. Who said that, do you know? No, I like Shakespeare, it William Shakespeare. Well, William Shakespeare never existed. William Shakespeare was a plagiarist. Yeah, well, the whole thing, the whole story about William Shakespeare is is a made up story. So, again, the world is a stage beyond that what you can believe. And if you don't believe me, just look outside. Right now, now. right now, you're right, man. Listen, I love a good conspiracy. Um, I like I, I you just for my for my listeners and viewers to know, like I did. You're one of the first one of the few people I haven't invited on my show. You came to me which I love. Like, that's amazing. I love that. I don't know how you found me, but I think it's awesome. And, and I love that you're like, I don't know how much you know about my show, but like, I'll get into conspiracies. Like I'm open-minded. I want to hear all that stuff. Like I'm, I'm into it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm open-minded. Like I've got people, I've had some conspiracy theorists on before he believed in the flat earth that believes in flat earth too. We got into it a little bit and um, yeah, there's yeah. The, so, so if the world is a stage, whose, whose stage is it? Well, the the royal bloodlines that are running this world, you know, and those are the only ones that we see. There's ones that we don't even know, and they may be living lands beyond Antarctica, for all I know. Right. So, yeah, I guess one of the big questions people would would probably tend to bring up is if this is flat Earth, what happens? Like, why can't we fall off? Where is the edge? Is so, you know, the, so is let's the talk ice, about like so, the ice wall, you know? Yeah. So. When, when you Google flat earth, you end up seeing pictures like this, a flat planet with a whole bunch of other planets, or we don't believe that. We don't believe that there's other flat planets out there. We don't believe anything. The earth is not the solar system. It's the earth system. So think about this. Antarctica is, a, is the um, supposedly a continent at the bottom of the ball. Okay. It's 13,000 miles around. Uh, that's not the case at all. We live in the Antarctic basin. So think of, Think of what a pond is. A pond is a body of water uh, surrounded by land that's higher than it, right? It's the low spot in the land, right? So think of the world of oceans as a giant pond, okay? And the islands are all the continents and the shoreline is Antarctica. And Antarctica is the highest land on earth. It's, it's like 200 feet above the water surface when you get there, okay? So we live in this giant pond surrounded by Antarctica. So when you go to the edge of a lake or a pond, you don't fall off, you climb onto the land and you walk out. Well, no one's allowed to explore out there. They don't let anyone beyond this pink line, which is the 60th South parallel. No one is independently allowed to explore or bring fuel beyond this line, okay? And then you will be stopped by force, by military force if you try. And even if you try, where, even if they let you, where are you going? It's dark, it's cold, there's no place to get gas out there. There's no GPS, compasses don't work. You're gonna die. Okay. So, you know, you need millions and millions of dollars and, you know, refueling and all sorts of stuff. 
Um, but it, it's not an easy place to reach. So Antarctica is off limits since 1957, and the treaty can't even be questioned until the year 2041. That should tell you something. Well, that's coming up, though, at least. That's not well, terribly they, far they're away. They're going to just kick. The, it's just like we're going to Mars and going to have, you know, hotels in space. They just keep kicking it down <laughs> the road. <laughs> You're so right about that. That's a really interesting graphic you got back there. I'm really fascinated by that. Um, the ocean is a giant place. I'm, I'm a big YouTuber. I love watching all kinds of shit on YouTube. And yeah. there's there's a, a YouTube channel I call, that I follow. Uh, it's called Sailing Nahoa. And it's okay. just this Canadian couple that sold all their possessions and got like a really big catamaran sailboat. And they're just sailing around the world. Around and, the world, <laughs> around the lake. Around the lake, whatever, whatever the, you know, their definition, all right? Their yeah. definition is, is, you know, they're sailing. They're just sailing the ocean. They're sailing the ocean. And, and what large bodies of water at rest lay flat. Right. right? And it's provably, measurably flat. Right. Well, my my only point about well, my point of where I'm going with this is they, they document everything and they're out there and they see nobody for like days when they're on their boat. How right. heavily guarded is that perimeter you're talking about? Like you're telling me some sailing Nahoa type person couldn't easily slip through there. Like how, how like so how it, is it guarded so well? Yeah, all, well, all of those again, miles. you know, again. It's not that hard to guard, you know, large areas of ocean with radar and and okay. having ships strategically parked. But the only three access points are South America, New Zealand, and uh, maybe off the tip of Africa. And that's still, you know, thousands of miles to get to Antarctica. Okay. So where are you going when you get out there? You're, you, how are you going to navigate? It's not, it's not an easy thing. So somebody on a sailboat, you know, they might get to the edge. How are they even going to climb up the ice wall, the, the ice cliff? And then when they get up there, where are they going? What do they have? They're, they're bringing snowmobiles with them. You know, where are they going to get fuel for the snowmobiles? And there's so many stories about how motors they just walk. They're just places out there. Good. I would just explore, like be all right, like it, like if it's an expedition, like expedition, like they're going out there knowing I have to climb this wall. They're gonna bring that gear. They're gonna bring all the gear they can to survive as long as they can, snowshoeing it across this frozen tundra. Yeah, and where where are they going? I mean, that's it's that a you know that's the place. I mean, if you go back in the history of man, that's just what we do. We're explorers. It's just being exploring, dude. Like that's they don't know. They don't know, you know where they're with, going. With with having you know a uh, twenty ships stationed around the you know off of Antarctica, you know, and, and Antarctica is like sixty to eighty thousand miles around. So if you have a ship every thousand miles, you know. Um, they with radar and whatnot, you can see, and you don't have to worry about the curvature because there is no curvature. Radar goes a lot farther than they're telling us. We have Navy ship captains, uh, not captains, uh, gunnery guys that say they have they come with a pinpoint laser from the you know from their ship, pinpoint another ship a hundred miles away. They can paint it with a laser, right? Mm -hmm. On a ball earth, that ship should be over a mile below the curve. Okay. A mile of curvature, but they can see it and they can light it up with a pencil thin laser. Amazing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's Here, ridiculous. check this out. This is a go fast rocket. Um, the NASA rockets and SpaceX, they all curve and go out to sea and disappear. And then you're watching a cartoon. 
This is an actual amateur rocket shot up in Arizona. It went all the way up 73 miles and then it went kerplunk. It went into like a thicker medium. It sounded like water and it started floating. And when it turned on its side, it could see the horizon of the earth, which looks pretty flat. But more importantly, it saw the moon, which is coming up right here. Here it comes. Uh, it saw the moon. There's the moon. And at that time, the moon was over Australia. Okay. So if you think about the globe, we're here. And Australia, you know, they're, they're literally a millimeter above the top of my hand. And Australia is down here. The only way that we could see the moon would be if the earth was flat. Oh, gee. But that, my, my question was going to be like when we do see, uh, I guess, NASA, when we see their rockets, we do see it curve. You know, it's it, you see and, it. Arc. And we watch cartoons. You know, they, they literally show us CGI cartoons. Some of the times what we're watching is a rocket assisted helium blimp. Did you know that NASA is the largest consumer and owner of helium companies in the world? Whoa, no, I had no idea. Yeah, and they they launch um, what we call satelloons um, out of Antarctica. Um, there's thousands of them up there, you know, up to up to I think they're 8000 pounds, some of these things, and they go up there and they can control where they go and look up the Google loon program. These things, they can control them by remotely by their height and the different wind currents, so they can kind of keep them right where they want. These things are up there for over a year at a time. And they're, they're able to recover them in the air, except when they crash in places like Brazil and other places, and then people are getting videos of them. Um, I'm going to show you where you can get all of this information, because if you go on YouTube, it's all censored. You're not going to find this stuff. Now, you, you will be able to find the, uh, these balloon programs, but... Um, you know, the other stuff I'm talking about, you won't find on YouTube easily, but um, I'm going to show you a way that you can find all this stuff. And again, don't believe anything I say. Let me point to some doors and then you'll be able to um, get your answers. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get answers, yeah, it's, it's always best to do your own research. Right. That's, I've always, and I'm just going to show you that. where that is. Hey, as we're talking, can you enable um, screen sharing for all participants? And I could, uh, I could share my screen and show you guys okay. something. Share screen. Okay. So why you're doing that? Any other questions? What do I put basic hit desktop one? Um, share? No, no, you're not sharing screen. You have to allow participants, all participants to share screen. Okay. So you can How work do I on do that. that. And um, yeah, like so, this is all brand new to me. How do yeah, I? Yeah, no, no worries. So, so uh, while you're doing that, I'll talk about the heliocentric model. The heliocentric model is the absolute insanity. We we're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, right? So that's faster than the speed of sound. So when you're watching the sunset, you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, which is making the sun appear to go down, and you don't feel it. Okay, that's crazy. We're orbiting the sun at 66,000 miles an hour. We're chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour. And that entire system's moving sideways at something like 1.2 million miles per hour. And somehow, you know, all the stars remain the same. Lakes are perfectly calm and glass and not sloshing all over the place. It's insane. So trying to figure that out. Yeah. Start share. Uh, no, you're not sharing. You have to enable screen sharing for participants or make me the host. Yeah, I'm trying to how do I do that? I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Sorry. Uh, um, 
when you Google flat earth, it's like, Hey, I looked into flat earth. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You're going to get pictures like this, your know, disc floating in right, space. Right. I've seen all up in space. Yeah. No, nobody, no one believes that no flat earther believes that no flat earther believes that we're a disc in space. Um, you know, we are the basement of the universe and large bodies of water at flat uh, at rest lay flat. Um, if the earth was a ball, there would be curvature. And with a, a camera at one foot above the water, that horizon should only be 1.2 miles away or 1.9, something like that. But we're looking at this oil rig here. It's 9.4 miles away. There should be 59 feet of curvature from that height. So not only can we see the rig, we can see the water for tens of miles beyond the rig. Okay. That's impossible unless you believe in magical refraction, lifting up water just to the right height and not lifting up the the, the rig itself. Man, you I'm figure it out. It's all right. I went off to share. I just tell you about it. Yeah, I'm trying. They can they'll be able to see all this all the videos that you've had on here. Yeah, yeah no, no worries. Um, I'll uh, I'll you have a question or I can just keep keep steamrolling. Um I do I mean I've got all kinds of questions. Like why why is flat earth such a secret to us? Like what's the point in not like what 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 do we care one way or another how we're brought up and how we're taught if yeah. if it's a if it's a, a sphere floating in space or if it's a basement of the universe and, yeah, and, so, and you know like what's what's the point? Why what's the what's the you know the bottom line is, and before I became a flat earther, I was a, a nihilistic atheist, I guess, you know, none, none of nothing mattered. And we were random accidents in the universe, but there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, basically it says, once you see my creation, the earth, uh, you can no longer deny my existence. And that's, they don't want, they don't, what they don't want is a world where you can't deny God. Right. So they're literally hiding God. Oh, well, why would they be hiding God? Because the evil that runs this world doesn't want you to know that you are at the center of creation. They want you to think that you're spinning out of control in a godless universe where an asteroid could take you out at any moment and that you're powerless and that you have to obey the rulers of this world. But we are the many, they are the few. Okay. And once you understand that you are the center of creation, that you have dominion over yourself, that, uh, that, you do not have to obey any of the nonsense that's going on in this world. You take your power back. And the analogy I use is from the that documentary with Keanu Reeves, The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with it? That's one of my favorites. Okay. So the at the beginning, look at Keanu. He's depressed. He's in bed. And he's having a problem. His, 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 something's wrong with the world. And his soul knows the truth. But he's trying to figure it out in his conscious mind. And so he has that separation. And he's depressed because of that. And then at the end of the movie, look at Keanu. He, he uh, found himself. He found mm -hmm. his true power. And that's who he is. So that's the difference Flat Earth makes. It takes you out of the matrix and it gives you back your power. They have you in a mind matrix right now. And that we are, most people are living in fear and doing the best that they can do. So they, th this is an energetic world. We're in this spiritual war that people don't even understand is a real thing. And if they can keep you in the mind matrix, they have control over you. But when you step out, uh, everything changes. And then so... What, how does that differ than like Christianity? Like, what's the, is there a difference in like, or, or well, any ma major religion? Because there are so many people that believe in a higher par power that they were created yeah. by this. I don't know. Like, 
Well, religions are very similar. They, you know, uh, the way I look at it is there's only a couple laws. God, God's law is basically don't kill anybody, don't steal from anybody, don't hurt anybody, don't don't um, and and help your neighbor. Basically, those are the that's it. If you do that, I call you a godly person, a a a, a good person. Most religions have those same laws in there, mm-hmm. and, and they they. But they've they've really boxed it in, like you know, you have to accept Jesus, you have to accept Muhammad, you have, you know, it's all the same thing. Maybe we're all talking about the same Creator, and that's fine. You 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 just put different labels on it. Right. That, that's fine. And so you know, maybe the the name Jesus is just a a, a word for a a way a way to accept um, this world, a way to you know something to to believe in. So so again. There's lots of Christians in the flat earth movement, but there's lots of Christians everywhere. It's not a religious thing. Like if I, when I started looking into it, if I saw that it was all Christians, I probably would have never gone in. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I would listen to a podcast and the, the, uh, great stuff. I got pages of notes and then they'd mention the Bible or the Quran and I'd throw out the notes and unsubscribe. And I'm like, that's a, they're crazy religious people. But now yeah. I understand that, you know, we live in a created world. There is a creator. It's not a random accident. There's no, once you understand that we're not a random accident, there's no more denying the creation. And then it all unwinds from there. You know, you, you that's your own personal journey from there where you take that. It's just that, but, for, but you, you're saying the first thing is realizing that we're not a random accident, that and, there is some kind of creator out there that created yeah. this experience that we have. And, and, and that there's nothing to fear. You know, all of the, what are the big things to fear? Uh, global warming, nuclear bombs, um, uh, an asteroid taking us out like it took out the dinosaurs, um, food shortages, um, financial collapse. Well, money is fake. Dinosaurs never existed. Nuclear bombs don't exist. Asteroids don't exist. And neither did dinosaurs. Well, huh. all right. Well, is that because like those were put here? Like what were dinosaur bones like fossils? Like- yeah. So what they, what they do is they find one bone. Like uh-huh. on top of a mountain, it could be a whale bone because there was a lot more water here at one point, right? One bone, and then they they turn out they make a cytoceratops or a, a velociraptor. Velociraptor, you know, look a lot like kangaroos if you ask me. <laughs> and and you know, look at the stegosaurus. Go buy a stegosaurus doll, two of them, and try to make a mate. Tell me how they made it. Okay. <laughs> Let's say had like a forty. The reptiles. They had eggs. One yeah. The egg well, how did they how did and- they fertilize them? Where did they? It's it's nonsense. Now there were some giant things on this earth, giant lizards, sure, but dinosaurs millions of years ago is a myth and it's provable. Okay. Okay. So so again, we live in this world that's a massive deception. So let let's for for those people that are listening that are freaking out right now, they're like, well, what about you know how does the sun? How come we can't see? from one Hawaiian island to another, you know, the mountains, we should be able to see 300 miles. Well, you can't see 300 miles. This is Canada. This is a uh, Canigou mountain uh, from, from Alusia, France. And the mountain should be right here, but it's gone because the top of the mountain, according to heliocentric math should be a mile below the curvature. Okay. That's why you can't see it. Right. Right. But on two or three days a year, when the conditions are right, the sun lines up with those mountains. And as the sun sets, it backlights the mountains. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute, are those clouds? 
And then if you look on a, on a map, this is, right there. There you go. this is the mountain. And now the very top of this mountain, the very top of the mountain should be over a mile below the physical curve of the earth, but it's right there. Okay. And now people say, well, it's refraction. Well, if it's refraction, wouldn't the sun kind of burn through that? Watch it. The sun's going to get totally blocked out from it because it's a mountain. The sun's just going away. It's just going away. And the top of this mountain should be a mile below the curve. But there it is. This is right. Inigo Mountain. Okay. We can see too far. It's 175 miles away. And the curvature at 175 miles is massive. It's the top of the mountain should be. I believe at least a mile below the curvature. So I'm, su I'm surprised there's curvature at only 175 miles. That doesn't well, seem very far. Well, the curvature at three miles is six feet, according to heliocentric math. Okay. Okay. Um, and the curvature math is very easy. It's eight inches per mile squared. You have to square the miles because every mile you go out off your tangent, it drops faster and faster. So the first mile is eight inches. The second mile is, uh, 32 inches, second mile, six, third mile, six feet, and it drops off faster and faster. This isn't flat earth math, this is globe math. So we can see according to their math and according to their math, this should be a mile below the curve, but it's not. And their explanation is a refraction. And that's just a word, it doesn't mean anything. So check this out here on the horizon, there's nothing there, but watch, I'm zooming in, I'm zooming in, I'm zooming in, oh, wait a minute. What's that? Look, it's a sailboat. Okay. Now, me, I, we don't have time to watch that sailboat sail away, you know, from, from the shore. But when I zoom out, it's equivalent to it sailing away. So you see the whole thing. Now, look, the hull is halfway gone. And now the hull is almost all the way gone. And now the whole thing is over the curve. You think it's over the curve because that's you your eyes that tricking far. you. Okay. Yeah. And it's the angular size. And there's also these little waves in the foreground will block out something in the background. But when you zoom in over it, you can see it again, you're increasing its angular size. So people will swear that went over the curve, but when you zoom in on it, there it is. And the only explanation they have is refraction or they'll say, it's not that far. You, 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 you mistaken on how far it is. They'll just argue to maintain their position. But um, as I proved with this, you know, we know how far this is exactly. It's not moving. And we can see the water surface far beyond it. And this is from a, just a clip from a video, which is on my app, which will feed you all the stuff that YouTube won't feed you. Nice. All right. So I'll tell you about the app real quick. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's available for Android and for Apple. And basically it has the frequently asked questions. Every question you could ask about flat earth is in there. Playlist of videos. So you watch a video and the next video that comes up will be another video on that topic, not a good YouTube algorithm. We have, uh, if you Google flat earth, hey, top 10 reasons that we know the earth is a globe, you're gonna get tons of videos and, and stuff from mainstream, right? We've taken them apart in the app. If you go to the debunkers page, and all those videos are there. And we don't just say, hey, they're fake, it's wrong. We show you how they're tricking you, how they're lying, how they're editing videos together. And, and they're literally lying about, about stuff. And once you catch someone lying, they're done, you know? Oh, that's how I treat it, yeah. I don't watch, I don't listen to any mainstream media. Yeah. I mean, every one of them, they're constantly just all the time lying about little things they don't even have to lie about. It's like, why? If, I, if you're gonna lie about that, I can't trust right. you with anything. Right. So. Um, 
check out this picture. This is a picture from NASA 2012 uh, image of the world, whether it's constructed from, uh, you know, a composite or not. This is supposedly the world. So this is the United States. Here's Baja to, to Mexico. And we know how long that is because, you know, people have actually driven this. So you can measure that mm -hmm. and you can go in a boat and figure out how long this is. And then you can measure that. So, you know, when you're in an airplane, you have to believe what GPS is telling you, but we can measure this and we know that it's 934 miles. So 934 divided into the, the, the width of the earth. Okay. The diameter of the earth uh, is equals eight and a half. Okay. So we need eight and a half of these segments should be only this wide right here, okay. but it's, it's, it's this wide. That's only eight. That's only seven and a half. I got to add another one on there. <laughs> okay. So you have to understand that that's either a painting, you know, that, that's either the earth is either tiny, you know, the earth is like 3000 miles around or, or uh, NASA's lying and we never went to the moon. <laughs> All right. Damn. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not convinced that we went to the moon. That's for sure. The space uh -huh. station, this is, it's all, they have it all underwater when they do these spacewalks. It's all okay. done with green screens. Green and screen, yeah. Here's what we have, right? Oh, man. And we catch them, we catch little air bubbles that we, we call it bubbles in space. Oh, really? All the time. Really? And those videos are getting wiped out on YouTube, but they're all on the app. Uh, they're all gathered together there for you. Are you worried and about your app getting shut down? Well, you know what? Uh, they they really it's it's an entertainment app, so okay. They really have no cause. I mean, it would cause a massive lawsuit if they tried to. So yeah, I just didn't know if this with just censorship. Yeah, getting so to be people where say, well, I've seen the live footage from the space station. You know, mm -hmm. like look like this. You know, like and I say to you, where where are the continents? Where's the land? And what would your answer be as a ball ball guy? Where's the if, land? I, you. I where is it? I don't know. Well, it's not anywhere because that's actually the sky taken from somebody's front yard. Okay. So that's zero budget. NASA has $65 million a day to, to uh, show you. Whoa. What is this now? Is that 40,000 pounds of steel or is it a balloon, a blimp? Yeah. It's moving like a blimp or a balloon. It's it sure looks like it. Now look, this is Felix Baumgarten jumping from the red bull jump. Watch how fast he falls. Okay. He's falling pretty fast. 40,000 pounds or a blimp? I still it's like going a, sideways. Yeah, it looks like okay. a blimp. It doesn't look like it's, it looks like something's floating. Yeah, it's a blimp. That is the external tank from the space shuttle. It was a blimp. That's why, remember when the space shuttle took off, it always rolls over on its back? Mm -hmm. That's because the external tank is a helium balloon. Uh -huh. Well, they put in a lot of effort into doing it. Like, what's the, like... What's the point of them continuing to do all of these? Because just for if show, everybody because... woke up to the flat earth tomorrow. That means everybody can no longer deny the existence of God. And that means the government loses all of its power. And the, every, if everyone woke up to flat earth tomorrow, all governments would shut down. All universities would shut down. All space programs would shut down. And there would be hangings in the street. There's a lot would happen. Oh, see, I don't believe that at all. I, maybe I give you people what? I don't believe anything would change drastically. I think, oh, I think, be... I think people would, I don't think that would convince people that there's a God one way or another. I think people already have their mind up and they're always going to have doubts 
and there's always going to be believers. You, you, and once I, you understand, though, that we're it, you can't deny a creator once you understand what the earth is, it's intelligently designed. It's amazing. I, I mean, you can say that now, even though if it's flat, I mean, just look at all the wonderful creations or just, just well, no, you can, like you can say God created all these globes and it created the galaxy and it created this universe and God is infinitely powerful and can be everywhere all the time. But at the same time, you can go or, or not, or it's a random accident. But yeah. if you look at the flat earth, you can say, okay, it's intelligent, intelligently designed and there is no other option. I don't know how flat earth would convince. I don't know. I don't think that's the convincing piece that's going to make an atheist believe in God is all of a sudden knowing that it's a it's flat made. earth. Yeah. I mean, I was a devout atheist. That's anecdotal evidence. I mean, you can, I, I can I, I'm with you, but, but again, if you look at the flat earth community, um, everyone is taking back their power everyone's becoming the Neo at the end of the movie and not the Neo at the beginning of the movie. People are, are uplifted and they're nicer and they're they're finding their way better and they're they're getting healthier. Uh, there's a lot to it. Again, I, when I was first hearing about this, I threw up my hands. I'm like, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Whether this well, is a simulation or not, rent still due. Well, I no longer have to go to work. You know, nice. I do this full time. I love this. Yeah, I'm that's having awesome. a great time. Good man, that's awesome. I love, I love seeing that. I love somebody living their passion and doing something like this. That's... Yeah. So maybe you know, and I see a lot of people living their passion. Um, you know, everything you have in your life is the way you think. You bring everything that you have in your life by the way you think. So you know, you look at there's people that have millionaire, multimillionaires, and they lose all their money and they're millions of dollars in debt, right? Mm -hmm. Which is worse than you know, you that's just behind on one rent payment or somebody, you know, mm -hmm. or one car payment, whatever. And then a couple of years later, they're millionaires again. And that's just because the way their minds work, right? They're, right. they're bringing that in. And you know, there's people that just get by, you know, paycheck to paycheck because that's their mindset. And the things that you have in your life are the thoughts that you believe right now. They're controlling our thoughts with uh, with the news, you know, and all of the stuff. Everyone is is living a life of fear and giving away their power. So the flat Earth helps you take it back. You know, why are we talking about flat Earth when all of this insanity is going on with the election and the COVID and everything else? You know, why the hell are we talking about this? Because that's how we got into this situation in the first place. People are lost in space. They have no idea where they are, who they are, or what power they have. So that's why it matters. This will give people power to, fi to find out that it's a flat earth and then. Yeah. Well, and, and so NASA wants us to be in the dark all the, because they're run by the powers that be, right? NASA like, is, like NASA is just, a, is just a, an acting program, essentially. Like, is there any, I mean, surely they have, real technology that they can do real things i mean right like really i mean, I mean <clears throat> they didn't even create velcro or memory foam which is the only thing that you could really um true credit them with look at this well, this they, is they the moon tank. lander right this like is tank. us orbiting going catching up to the orbiter look there's three grown men in here wearing diapers okay right right is this is like they, they actually submitted this for an outtake on South Park and South Park said, no, the animation's too bad. Okay? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They put that out there as real. 
This was from the 1960s moon landings. No. Yes, this is really, <laughs> this is from NASA. That's really bad. Oh, okay. wow. But this for is, back then, people, it was good. Right? People still believe we went to the moon. This is, see, that's, a, that, that's a so fun because I'm showing you real stuff and you can't even believe that it's real. But no, it I can't. Real. That's that's really, really bad is what that is. Yeah, wow. and there's worse stuff than this, okay? Mm-hmm. This is them. It's like they're they're. This is it approaching. This. It's insane. All right. Well, as far okay, maybe the technic uh, technology that I'm thinking or speaking of. Let's take that stuff out of it. There is rocket ships. Or, you know, I grew up uh, on a military base with B fifty twos and. Those are real. Uh, yeah, like there's like jet fighters, like jet planes. Those like, are real. Real. Um, what? Why? Why? Is there, I don't know, if, I guess if all the governments are in on it, including NASA, they wouldn't put that technology towards finding, like, like why keep us in the dark? Let's figure out what the hell's beyond that ice wall. Like, we, we want to explore space. We want to put people on Mars. Well, why don't we put our efforts into realize if these people really know. Mars isn't even a place other than it might be the outer space beyond Antarctica. Mm -hmm. okay. So I'm saying like, let's find out what the hell's beyond Antarctica, but they don't want us to know that, you know, like right now, what if you found out that there was other continents out there, not run by this tyrannical governments of this world? Would you consider going there? Oh, man, I just had Yeah, I just had a conversation so, the other day about something very similar. They with, don't with want aliens. us to know that there might be extra terra out there, mm -hmm. extra territory extraterrestrials right well we're about to find out right since that uh that new covid stimulus pass plan passed don't they have like 180 days to kind of disclose any alien i think that UFO might be the the fake alien invasion to unite the world into a one world government don't believe anything they tell you hmm. aliens coming from outer space don't exist extraterrestrials coming from beyond the shoreline of antarctica that's much more makes much more sense. You know, why are right. all of the largest telescopes, which by the way, all the large telescopes of the world are owned by the Vatican. Why are they all in the deep South? And why are they looking outwards South and not, and not up? They're all looking across the plane. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, how far, how far can we as civilians, like the richest, civilian that's invested in this that you would trust how far can they see like with a telescope or technology like as far as that far really like how far like mile like a couple like what's the farthest we can see with with technology? I, I don't know i don't it depends on like are we seeing things on the firmament on the dome above you know is that 60 miles above is it 600 miles above i don't know but like you like what would your access to a telescope be that you could like how far can you see yourself do you think Again, we don't know because like I had access to a real observatory and we would zoom in on the moon and, um, you know, we could focus, uh, see details on the moon as well as we could see details in the girls dorm across campus. And that there's got to be a big difference, but the moon that we see is very close. Okay. Mm -hmm. The moon that we see on a clouded night lights up just the clouds that are right near it. And all the other clouds in the sky are not lit up. If the moon was 238,000 miles away, all the clouds would be lit up. So 
is that moon just above the clouds? And you, you, well, the media, the thing that you think of is, well, if I go in an airplane above the clouds, I'd hit the moon. Well, that's because the moon is, doesn't act like a physical object. As you go up, it goes up. As you go sideways, it goes sideways. You see it in a position relative to your own. How does that work? Um, because <laughs> it's like a reflection into okay. our into our world. So imagine um, we're in a room and we have a giant mirror. Okay. Well, let's say we're outside. A giant mirror, hundred yards wide, big mirror, upright, right? Oh, I gotcha. And, and the sun is behind us. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're ten feet apart. Somebody walks up to the mirror and I say, I see the sun right there. And they put an X. Well, they're going to put an X 10 feet over from my X where you see the sun. Right. But if you uh, have that mirror, the sun's over there, you feel the sun on your face. You're also going to feel equally hot sun on this side of your face coming out of that mirror. It's you're going to feel, they're going to feel the same. Yeah. So the optics in the sky we can speculate all day. We can do experiments to show you how it could work. But again, it's out of our reach, so it's hard to say. What do you say about these? Uh, someone was talking about doing uh, a, taking a boat to the ice wall, you know, to the edge of the earth. Has that been done yet? Or have you heard of something like that being done? Because I've heard, I can't remember who, but someone's talking about f trying to finance something like that. Yeah, so the way, uh, one way... Here's a problem. How do you measure distance in water? And you'd have to use GPS and GPS will lie to you. You know, if you went all the way around Antarctica, it would tell you that, you know, that you went 13,000 miles when in fact, it's more like 60 to eight, I forget the number. It's like 60 or 80,000 miles. Okay. Because Antarctica is the whole perimeter of our earth, not a continent at the bottom of the ball. Okay. But the way to do it is, if you had two boats that you know that, hey, these boats go, you know, 15 knots on average, you know, two cruise ships, whatever. And they both, you got in view of the ice wall and they went in opposite directions and they both had to just stay as visible sight of land. And they went around um, 7,000 miles later, they should meet. So 7,000 miles divided by the speed, you can calculate how long it would take. But what, what you'll find out is, they're not there. They're going to keep going and going and going and going. And, uh, and they'll have to go like 60,000 miles or 30,000 miles each until they meet because they're going around the perimeter of the world. Oh, not... shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they did that, wouldn't that uh, be like a peer-reviewed study? That would giant be. Big the, the news? Last... Like... So there's some fake um, stuff about that. There, they, supposedly there's this little drone. It literally looks like it's like five feet drone ship. It has a little solar panel on it and a sail. And supposedly that went around Antarctica by itself and measured everything. <laughs> How easy is that to fake? Right, and, for sure. And meanwhile, somebody really built this thing and thinks it did it just like satellites in space. They think they're satellites in space, but it's not. So the um, Captain Cook the, from a long time ago, right. his logs, he tried to go around Antarctica and it took him three and a half years. And it was like, he went like 60 or 80,000 miles. Wow. Yeah. So, so again, you know, it, it's, it, it's, um, it's unreal. You know what else is uh, proves flat earth is 
um, airplane routes. Okay. Uh, check this out. This is the world record, Guinness Book of World Records for somebody that has circumnavigated the, the going southern circumnavigation because east and west are circles around the center mm -hmm. but nobody's ever done south but this guy supposedly went pole to pole here's the north pole he i always wonder here. why people don't do that like we all yeah. they always talk about going that way around the world but no one ever talks about going yeah up and down so, like so this guy got the world record for doing that so check this out went here down to canada or, or the united states all the way down to santiago went to antarctica turned around, went back to Santiago, went all the way up to these islands, over to these islands, all the way over the East Coast, and up back around, okay? Okay, that doesn't that make looks sense. looks like this on a flat earth map, <laughs> okay? He didn't go from Santiago to, oops, he didn't go from Santiago to um, Australia by going right here, bam. Or, you know, oh, you can't go over Antarctica, it's too cold, you know, <clears throat> um, so you just stay at like 50 degrees south and go here, okay? And that's the shortest route, but he didn't do that. This is, this is when you want to go to the west coast of Australia from Santiago, the airplanes go all the way up here, they go all the way over, and then all the way back down. It gets worse. To go to the east coast, they go all the way up here, they go all the way over to Europe and Dubai, and then they go all the way back down. Whoa. This is what that looks like on a flat earth map, okay? And if you wanna to go to the East Coast, check this out. You go all the way up across America, over to Europe, Dubai, and to the East Coast. But they're telling us we're doing this whole crazy thing. This is what they're doing. Airplanes fly straight and level over a flat earth. There's a book called 16 emergency landings prove flat earth. You can download a PDF copy of it. There's videos on it, or you can order the coffee table book from lulu.com. And it's amazing where you have um, a flight that's going from, um, uh, there's all these different flights where a flight was like going from, from over here um, in Indonesia or wherever this is, and it's going to California, okay? And it's all the way out here. And it's near, am I, am I on the right side here? Yeah. It's near Hawaii. Hawaii. So Hawaii is out here somewhere. Am I, yep. This is backwards for me. Right, and right, right here, a woman started having a baby or someone had a heart attack. And it could have gone back. It could have landed in Hawaii. Or it could have gone all the way over to California. But instead, it went up to Alaska. It landed in Alaska. Thousands of miles out of the way, according to the globe. Yeah. But if you look at that on a flat earth map, you literally went from you're going from here to here okay and alaska is right in the middle right hawaii isn't anywhere near that trip but on the map on the radar tracking they show you going right over hawaii right so when they have to do an emergency landing all the time they're going way out of their way especially on these southern flights and so there's many pilots that are speaking out. Some of them spoke out. We, we had a woman, uh, a KLM pilot on our show. And uh, the next day she was grounded and fired. Okay? Oh my God, really? Yeah. Jeez. So, so again, why don't people speak out? Well, people still need to feed their family, families. And, and many pilots don't know, but plenty of them do. Pilots admit that they talk about it amongst each other, but they don't talk about it publicly. You know, no pilot brings a globe 
into their cockpit and goes, oh, we're going from here to here. They don't, they don't <laughs> do that. They're, they're they have maps and stuff. Different, different things. You have a globe in your studio? No, I, I should. I almost bought one next once time, just as a joke. Next time you see a globe in a store or anywhere, grab it, turn it upside down, and read the sticker on the bottom. Okay, why? What is it going to say? It says, not for educational purposes, for decorative purposes only. <laughs> is that in case one day it gets figured out that this is a flat earth and they're afraid they're going to get sued? No, well, what the, here's <laughs> an easy lawsuit. If somebody going from uh, from uh, Central America, from the East Coast of Central America, and it wants to go over to Africa, um, it seems like a nice like 2,000 mile trip, but it's really like 8,000 miles. Okay, because it's because uh, it doesn't show it on this map, but you know, from from South America to go to go to Africa, it's this long trip. They're not facing each other like they are on a globe. Okay. Again, look at the flat Earth map compared to a, a globe, and none of it makes any sense. You know, and by the way, our flat Earth map isn't exactly accurate. There's there's definitely. There are some things that we're still trying to figure out. But okay. you look at the globe, the globe makes no sense whatsoever. The continents are the wrong size. You know, Greenland is is bigger than Africa. It, it's it's ridiculous. It's so far out of whack. Um, it's unbelievable. I got to look at a globe now. Now I'm yeah. very, it's been, it's been since, you know, school, high school. Who has a globe in their house? Unless they're hiding it's like a, a liquor, liquor bar, you know? <laughs> um, golly, that's, um, would like... A normal like military people should probably have this figured out. Well, you don't think they? Many they, do. Many, many do. I talk. Okay. We talk with a uh, gunnery guy. Like radar, you know? radar navigator type people, like people that know maps, like like B fifty two radar navigators that they 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 can piece any kind of map together. They know everything about it, and they know math. Like they just use a map. They're not using GPS. They're using a map, and then a ruler and compass think about that the star 71 goes so fast the horizon should be dropping down like so so fast they'd have to keep nosing down so they wouldn't fly off into space but they don't they just fly straight they fly straight an airplane think about this an airplane flying 500 miles an hour for an hour just you know it's flying straight and level you're on your way to europe or wherever in one hour there should be 30 miles of drop in mm -hmm. the in the hour Okay, so if they keep flying straight and level, they went from 30,000 feet to 60,000 feet in an hour if they didn't nose down. Mm -hmm. Right? Isn't that crazy? And so you're flying, you're flying, and you got to nose down. But when you nose down, all of a sudden you're level again because you're on a new level because, because the earth, you know, because you're tangent to a new part of the earth. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, I understand. It, it's, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I see. What, I mean, what you're how you're explaining it makes sense. Um, yeah. Do you or do flat earthers or as as a community have theories or ideas or maybe even evidence based on literature of what's outside of the ice wall? Like, is it perhaps a globe outside of that? So I mean, not that that matters, but like, is there like what's outside the ice wall? So again, we're speculating, and again. It could be anything. It could mm -hmm. be, this is it just inside the dome and there's nothing else. Okay. It could be that maybe this is Antarctica and there's another realm out here um, mm -hmm. of, of advanced people. Maybe uh, the civilizations, the Mayans and the Incas and all these civilizations that disappeared, maybe they picked up and migrated outwards with their sun. Okay. So there's another sun on the moon out here and we live here. Okay. 
And maybe there's another ring out here, or maybe there's other puddles, or maybe there's nothing. Right. Okay? So me, I think that there's more out there. Uh, one day I'd love to see it. And uh, um, I did a, a talk. If you look on my YouTube channel, which is the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole, D I T R H. Nice. Um, look up the, the, the title, um, the outward flow of civilizations with myself and Sophia Smallstorm, who's the one that dragged me into this flat earth insanity. <laughs> and, uh, and we talked about how uh, the sun that migrates in between the, the tropics, uh, how one day maybe it moved outwards and the entire North froze. Imagine if all of the North, uh, the, all of the North froze and it was frozen in July like never melted, ice is building up more and more year after year. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go south, you're gonna head right. outwards, mm -hmm. okay? And because the sun moved farther south in its circle around. So now you're living out there, the north is frozen and that's it, you've moved. And, and if another civilization finds the remains, like let's say there's another sun that's born in the middle, they're gonna be like, well, what was this place? We can't figure it out. They had these little plastic things that everyone has them, you know, these little, square things what are they with the black screens <laughs> yeah, yeah. no right or maybe they'll just find the things that we've written in stone which is very little because the rest will be gone yeah what do you think of ancient civilizations like that and like the records um i used to laugh like god they're so uh they're so primitive they had to write in stone well that's the only thing that's going to survive you know books aren't going to survive cds aren't going to survive you know, nothing's going to survive. Right. Language gets stone. twisted. Right. Stone's going to survive. Yeah. You know about the um, George so, stones, right? Yeah. Yeah. How old are those? Those aren't, those aren't that terribly 1980s. old though. Yeah. Um, so you don't believe in like dinosaurs or fossils, but do you believe in like, I believe in fossils. Oh, okay. Okay. What oh, you just don't think they're dinosaurs or there's something else. Like there's no dinosaur heads that have ever been found. The, the Smithsonian is hiding every giant human that's found and dinosaurs are part of the heliocentric belief system, you know, to make us think that and live in fear of asteroids, you know? Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, you don't think asteroids, I mean, so what do you think about ice core samples and uh, samples taken just out of, out of rock from a long time ago? Yeah. So carbon dating of rock is impossible. Um, th there's been so many tests that have been happened where, you know, we, 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 we sent, uh, people have sent stuff to labs and it, it, it has to be 10 million years old because it's from a dinosaur bone, but they say it's 10,000 years old. So carbon dating is, is just nonsense. Um, the, uh, what was the, what was the, what was the original question? Like ice core samples. Like oh yeah. Yeah. So, so in the flat earth, sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app under, if you click Antarctica in the question mark, um, area there's stories about sky ice where these people that worked in antarctica uh said that they're always uh, examining this ice that they get from the outer lands called sky ice it's blue like the sky and it's super cold and it doesn't melt it shrinks and disappears without leaving a puddle and it can only be researched in antarctica because they can't keep it cold enough elsewhere and then only when national geographic comes down <laughs> excuse me or another television show, do they do regular ice core samples? They're always looking at sky ice, except when television shows come down there, then they're just talking about regular core ice. Again, it's all a scam. Everything that's going on in Antarctica is, you know, beyond 
our need to know. Do you believe we've ever been hit by an asteroid? Like, is that, no. that is that a concern? You don't think we've ever been hit? So, so if you look at all of the images, you know, there's always a car cam in northern Russia or something that sees the thing. It comes in at like a really shallow angle, mm -hmm. right? But every asteroid crater we see is a perfect circle, like the one in Arizona. You know, those are methane bubbles that come up through the Earth, or, or a plasma event that happened. And there's tons of videos showing you how they happen. But just look up uh, methane bubbles. Uh, I've uh, seen those in in Russia lately, right? Yeah, in Russia. So yeah. those are that's all they are. So they're not something impacting the Earth because they would all have to hit a 90 degree angle, right? And it doesn't happen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 uh, have you read or heard about uh, geez, Randall Carlson? He's a expert in asteroidal impact, and yeah. he's done some, you know, some of the research that he's come up with is doing some of these samples from the, you know maybe ice, not necessarily ice core samples, but that same type of like core sampling through the earth and throughout, throughout the earth, all different spots at about 10 to 12,000 years ago, there's this fine glass, like nuclear glass type thing all over the world. And he says, based on a giant impact, uh, asteroidal impact that he says, and <clears throat> I forgot what kind there's of Libyans. Um, there's a Libyan desert glass, which some, some people think, it's from a nuclear bomb. Some people think it's from the firmament. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, but like with all the uh, ancient ancient civilizations, with the stories of like Gilgamesh or Noah's Ark, and like all these stories of about ten to twelve thousand years ago of this giant flood, that could have been yeah. anything. That do you think? Well, so and that wasn't even that long ago. Like, how old do you? Th <clears throat> I think that happened. That, that there's a reset every less than 200 years apart. And think about this. If, uh, if uh, my theory of the sun, right? So you have the sun that's oscillating in between the two tropics mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it oscillates out and doesn't come in as far. So the entire inner north freezes, okay? Well, that means that the entire outer south is gonna melt. Mm -hmm. That can cause a massive mud flood, okay? I don't know if you've looked into mud floods. I've seen them. Yeah, they're pretty gnarly. Yeah, well, no, no. The, the actual mud, the actual worldwide mud flood. The oh, no. That a civilization was buried. And there's evidence everywhere. Um, in the app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, on the web page, there's a Tataria button, mud flood button. Uh, watch some of those videos, and you'll, be, you'll realize that your entire history is a lie. So could, could that have been Noah's flood? You know, could that have been it? Or I don't know. The, you know, the whole story of water and, uh, and you know, how they we're taught that our primary water is uh, evaporation, condensation, and precipitation. Uh, that's secondary water. Primary water is the water that's below us and the water that's above us. And I believe they're connected at some point. Okay. Yeah. How old do you think... Uh our little earth is, I mean, or what, I mean, you know, I used to laugh. Even an earth, right. This is like, this is just a part of an earth, right? Yeah. That's our realm. Um, if you gave me two choices, 50 million years or 500 years or 5,000 years, I would pick the 5,000 years. Okay. Okay. Huh? Why Could be younger? Why? Because why you it, 
because the the 50 million years goes along with evolution and uh and a, and a a world that is you know evolving from nothingness the world was created and uh i i think uh it it just when when you start seeing it doesn't seem like an old world to me it doesn't i mean as far as that you know a couple thousand years that's a long time it is a long time i mean yep it is. I mean, a few thousand years is definitely a long time. Um, so, so I've got you thinking a little bit. I can see. Oh, I'm thinking all kinds of shit. Um, so like if you talk to a devout Christian or something and, you know, they, they're like, oh, I don't believe in the Big Bang. I believe God did this. And then you go, well, yeah. who created God? What was created? Like, wh like who's like, uh, I know the answer to that, but I can't reveal it on our first interview. OK, OK. <laughs> OK. I'm just kind of curious, like, what's uh, who's who's the creator? Like, who uh, again? But yeah, that, that, that's yeah well, a, we can save that again. <laughs> For sure. Um, so uh, w when whoever came to me to invite you on my show or whatever, however you want to say it, uh, you you have some good credits of being on these other big, big podcast shows, ones that I was a fan like fans of. And it's like, so you're like living your dream, doing what you want to do, living your passion. It's awesome. Like you just go around and like do, do podcasters throughout the country like this, the Zoom podcast and just spread the word and get on different podcasts. And yeah. Yeah. How'd you start that? Like just so you, you got so impassionate about flat earth. You're like, let me find it. This is like a good niche. I can actually I had no idea. I had my own company. Uh, I a couple partners and I, I created my own company with my thoughts. I, I I never thought I could have my own company. And I ended up starting this company with a, two partners and uh, it was doing amazing. And I, and I was like, wow, I've got the American dream. You know, I live in a, in, uh -huh. in, in a, you know, the a wealthy area, right? I'm not, not that I'm wealthy. And I, I grew up and I was in corporate America and then I left corporate America, started my own company. This is, and I and it was doing great. And all as well, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then I did one day, something said, walk away. And wow. I was like, how the heck can I walk away? Well. Well, I had made my app and my app costs $2.99 and people love it. And people are like, oh, that's it. He's here for the money. I walked away from a lot of money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and the app, um, if you go just read the reviews on the app, people, besides the couple of people that have old phones, like it's not working, you know, because <laughs> they have like super old phones. Um, read the reviews. People are like, I've never paid for an app before. I'd pay $30 for this app. This is the greatest app ever, you know, just read the reviews and you'll end up getting the app. But, um, I, uh, I went to pay my bills and the money that came in from the app that month was just enough to pay my bills. I was like, that's kind of like a sign. Like if I do this full time and I turn more people onto flat earth, it's not about selling apps. It's about waking people up right. and, the, and literally the best tool for waking them up is this app. Okay. So I'm living my dream. I'm selling something that's actually good for people. Mm -hmm. That's really helping them. The letters I get are incredible. I should start compiling them. I could make a book one day. Well, you should, yeah. And, and uh, it, it's just really, uh, you know, people are finding their own passion. So I uh, uh, never thought I would walk away from my business, and I did. And this is, you know, now I'm talking to great people like you and trying to change the world. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, what we are have some... two days left and then the world could be over. <laughs> yeah, how are you? I guess today is, uh, when this comes out, it'll be after the end of the world. Are you talking Biden's uh, inauguration or Biden's? I don't know what's gonna, <laughs> what's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. Are you concerned with uh, where things are going? I mean, it is getting 
getting awfully weird. With, it's uh, a crazy show for sure. Uh, it is a and, crazy and show. What's going to happen? I didn't write the script, so I don't know. Yeah. Do you think the script's already been written? I mean, it's been written a few it times. It might be, I but I think that our attitude uh, is what creates our reality. Okay. So if everyone is in fear and dooms, we're going to create fear and doom. But if people can rise above, uh, the light always wins over the dark. With you don't so do you believe any of these alien video uh, UFO videos that they've had recently, like the Commander Favor ones and like the Tic Tac video or the Go Fast video? Like, are you convinced by I, anything like that? I believe in UFOs. Let me okay. go. The UFO is any object in the sky that you can't identify. Okay. That's an unidentified flying object. Sure, but you know what I mean. So, <laughs> do I believe that they're coming from outer space? No, no. I just mean these I believe they're that... coming from. A different realm, probably. What? Uh, well, well, you know, like they could be coming different... from the outer space. Okay. Out there. Yeah, past the ice okay. wall. Past the ice shore. Mm-hmm. So, are there, you know, extraterrestrials coming from the extra land, extra territory, um, visiting? Maybe, maybe those are the people that are ruling our realm. I don't know, but it sure makes a lot of sense. So whatever the government's telling us with this disclosure thing, they're, the only reason they're going to do disclosure is to make us think we live on a ball, okay? And to make us think that there's a threat that we need Space Force for or whatever, and that we all need to unite to protect, mm -hmm. right? They want a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world monetary system. They want total control over everybody. So that's what's going on right now. And an alien invasion or, or, or just the disclosure that we're under threat from aliens from outer space will unite people together because we've been brainwashed with every movie, every television show, right. all of our education. It's all about aliens and space and, and Star Wars and Star Trek and Empire Strikes Back and everything. It's all space, everything. Global News Network, Paramount Pictures, Universal Pictures. It's all globe programming. Yeah, I mean, even Reagan said it, right? Like, what would bring us together? If, the whole if, if one, yeah, if we had a threat from outside this world, wouldn't we all unite together? That's pre-programming. So um, who knows? That could happen anytime. It could never happen. Who knows? It's an incredible script. All right, I think uh, I think we got to wrap it up. Yeah, Any let's wrap it up, words? man. Uh, no, this was right. amazing. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I could definitely keep going on about all kinds of even further can, uh, let, let it go a little bit get a little feedback and we'll we'll see what happens and uh yeah i'll leave you with a final thought um besides take the flat earth app challenge two weeks and then send me one proof of the globe and you get a refund on your two dollars and 99 cents and a bitcoin okay oh shit nice and so and the refund don't forget the refund for the two dollars and 99 cents right <laughs> so um check that out and uh you can lead a man to flat water, but you can't make him think critically about the shape of the earth. <laughs> <laughs>